Hey everyone, this is Anthony Grant, and I want to introduce you all to this podcast. It's called Superstar PR, and it's all about entertainment insider chats with Nikki, the founder of the PR agency, Nikki Inc. This podcast chats with some serious entertainers and media insiders, always choosing people who are making a difference in the entertainment world and who have cool stories to share. Happy listening. Hi, guys. My name is Nikki Papayuenu, and this is Superstar PR. I'm the CEO and founder of a Toronto boutique PR agency called Nikki Inc. I'm so excited to announce our guest today. She is an entertainment reporter and a supervising producer for City TV. Her current projects include daily entertainment coverage and the marketing for Rogers' new Ignite platform on Channel One. To top all of this off, she was recently nominated for a Canadian Screen Award for a Best Local Newscast. This September, she will be covering the 44th Toronto International Film Festival for the 24th time. Please give a warm welcome to the lovely Terry Hart. Terry, how are you? I'm really great, Nikki. How are you? No complaints. It's a great day to be a Torontonian. It certainly is. And you know, Terry, you have such an interesting career, so I'd love to get the audience kind of on board with figuring out who you are. And I want to ask you, what led you to the career you're in today? And did you always see this being your life? No, I'm one of those stories that uh, things have just kind of progressed that the way they have, and I've been truly fortunate. I started off my career in radio. I took radio broadcasting at Humber College, um, which was a great training ground in terms of learning how to communicate, and I still love radio. Many, many moons ago, 1996, the movie network um, was starting an entertainment show, and a couple of people suggested that I audition. And I'd never stood in front of a television camera before in my life, but I auditioned and got the job. And it was a wonderful, wonderful job that I had for 19 years. I worked at the Movie Network and I've been at Rogers now for about four years. Wow. It's funny. I think I had seen you on the Movie Network and that's kind of where I'm making the connection now. So what does nobody understand about what it's like to be you day to day? I think that the biggest misconception is that, you know, my life is kind of filled with glitz and glamour when really that's a pretty small portion of my life. I do have some glitz and glamour, it's true, but really my life is filled with schedules and doing research and managing a department and making sure that what we're covering are things that are interesting to the breakfast television audiences, to the audiences on Channel One, and having great relationships with movie studios, record companies, to make sure that we're getting the interviews that we need to cover entertainment the best way we can. Right on. I've had some journalists tell me that they get stuck in the rain and they can't leave a story when it's a good story. Have you ever had anything like that happen to you? Red carpets are an endurance test. (laughs) It's a lot of hurry up and wait. And then a flurry of activity happens in about a 15 minute window. So that is always an adrenaline rush as well as sometimes a moment of questioning why you're doing what you're doing. <laughs> it's kind of a combination of both. Uh-huh, yes. And, you know, it's, it's funny that you say, I like to hurry up and wait. I feel like that's my life too. Hurry up, but then wait, pause. And how do you juggle it all, Terry? I mean, like there are moments of self-doubt, I think that a lot of our guests allude to, but do you ever have those moments of self-doubt when you're about to do an interview or take a certain angle? Oh, absolutely. I mean, every single time you do an interview, one the question I ask myself over and over again is, what's the story? What's the story? What's the story? And what that means in my head is, what's the story that I want to tell? What's the story that is the most interesting to me and that I hope will therefore be the most interesting to our viewers? 
you know, you hope to ask questions that are unique and fresh so that the person you're interviewing doesn't just go into autopilot mode. That is one of the big challenges of what I do is, is keeping things fresh and exciting. So there are times that I have a really clear vision of what the story is and what the angle is. And there are other times that for sure I'm at a loss and, you know, I'm really lucky. I have a great team and I pick their brains a lot. And I believe we're all better the more information we share each with each other. And there's never a bad idea, throw all ideas on the table. And, you know, ideas can come from interesting, crazy places that evolve over time once you start talking about the idea. What a great way to describe collaboration as a leader. Uh, you know, some of the best ideas I've ever heard just happen when everybody's comfortable and talking. Mm-hmm. 100%. I'm a big believer in that. Wow. I mean, that's amazing. And that's probably why your team says really nice things about you. I like it. <laughs> if you were starting again, Terry, and knowing what you know now, what would you give young Terry as advice? It's interesting. This is the advice that I would give to other people. It's not what I did. And I'm very, very happy with how my career has evolved. But I would suggest to somebody starting out to move around, to go and, you know, every few years, get a different job, look for a different job. It's great to build your skill set. There's soft skills from learning different companies and different organizations. You accumulate incredible knowledge by moving around to different organizations. So although I did stay at the same company for 19 years, and I'm very happy that I did, I would recommend to other people that they do move around more than I did. No, that's really good advice. And I think they say that today, millennials tend to do that more than my generation even. We're Mm -hmm. the stagnant bunch, but others, you know, the younger people tend to move more. But let me ask you, Terry, um, your job of 19 years, you were packaged out of that job, if I understand correctly, but you persevered and you're killing it right now. So (laughs) how did that all happen? It was an interesting time. When I worked for the movie network, it was owned by a company called Astral. And then Bell Media bought Astral. And Bell kept me on for a reasonable amount of time. And ultimately, they made the same business decision that I would have made they put eTalk on the movie network. And that was a smart business decision on their part. I have no ill feelings. It was 100% business decision. When I was let go, it was scary. It was challenging. I was emotional about it because it was really my home. It's where I've grown up, really, to be honest, Nikki. And then that was gone from my life. And what's interesting when you work somewhere for as long as I did, I didn't know if anybody knew who I was. I didn't know if anybody wanted to work with me. I didn't know what my reputation in the industry was like. And the great thing about being forced to change a job is I learned really quickly that people knew who I was. I had a great reputation. People wanted to work with me. Within a week, I was on the global morning show doing movie reviews. Within two weeks, I was back in the Bell building doing afternoon drive on News Talk 1010. So I spent about five months freelancing and doing all kinds of really interesting things. Organizations called me to host events from the Toronto International Film Festival group to um, the Canadian Academy. And it was a really fun, exciting time. And then Rogers called and they were looking for somebody to come in and look at how they were dealing with entertainment and just have a bird's eye view. And I came here in May of 2015. Then we figured out what the best role for me was within the organization. And I've been here since in a full-time capacity. It's something to be said about when you get uncomfortable and when things are not surely placed in front of you, sometimes the magic is what you don't know is coming and then it comes. 
yeah, and sometimes you have to dig deep. And it was it was a really, really great personal and professional growth for me. If I look back at it, you know, it was difficult, but sometimes challenges uh, causes you to grow the most. Yes, getting uncomfortable, as Lululemon says, just get uncomfortable and then you grow. <laughs> hmm. Now, I saw you were on a soap opera recently. A soap opera? Um, acting. You were acting. And I saw oh, you- I, I was acting in, well, I was acting in a show called Hudson and Rex that actually airs on City TV. It's a police procedural, actually. And oh. I was playing an entertainment reporter by the name of Terry Hart. It wasn't much of a stretch. <laughs> right on. I was like, Terry is like amazing. I was like, I can't even keep up. That makes me happy. What do you want to achieve? If I was your fairy godmother and you could be anywhere doing anything, what would it be? I mean, I'm, I'm really happy to say that I am kind of living my best life, as, as the kids say. I'm really happy in my role. I have a really great variety of being a manager and I hope being a mentor to uh, people who are in, you know, different stages of their career that I'm into. I take a lot of pride in being a person that people want to work with. That's very important to me. So I do that. I'm a manager, um, supervising producer. But I'm also still able to, you know, do interviews, which I love, love, love to do and never tire of. What's important to me is that, you know, the people that I'm working with, I'm mentoring and I'm imparting the knowledge that I've accumulated over this amount of time and kind of helping to lift up the next generation. That's so nicely said, um, because seriously, I'm, I'm not sure how, but I'd love to work with you one day. So like, yeah, because you mentor people and what a gift. Um, you know, I had a young person ask me recently, Nikki, how did you end up mentoring these select people? And I said, I don't know, it was organic, but it's very much fulfilling. Yeah. And I think that, you know, the universe brings you the people that um, are right for you at the right time and vice versa. And, you know, I have a real love for storytelling. And I think that that's the thing that I tell, as I refer to them sometimes, the kids all the time is this is a great, great privilege, this job. And a lot of people, sometimes think that entertainment journalism is fluffy or silly or whatever. And it's not, it's a really, it's a legitimate beat, just like sports is a beat, just like news is a beat, just like we are telling stories about entertainment. We're letting people know what their options are for how they spend their entertainment dollars. And hopefully we're doing that in a way that gives them an insight into these people's lives, whether it be Diane Keaton or, you know, Olivia Wilde or Dave Stewart from the Arrhythmics or Liam Payne or Corey Hart. You know, we are giving a window into these people's lives as well as letting them know about what's going on in entertainment. Oh my God, you said Corey Hart and I saw him perform at the Junos and I was there very pregnant and I was like, oh my God, best moment ever. Mm -hmm. He was one of my favorite interviews ever and that's saying a lot because I've talked to everybody. Wow. So what made him one of your best interviews ever? You know, it was one of those things, you know, he was very popular when I was a teenager. I had a big crush on him. And, you know, when you were able to interview somebody who was significant in your teenage life, there's no crush. There ain't no crush like a teenage crush. And he just, uh, he surpassed all expectations. He was just a lovely person. He was really open. And um, yeah, it was, it was just one of those moments in life that felt really good. Well, you know, it's funny. Um, I saw him do a performance that made so many people smile And I thought to myself, what a gift. You know, if I could just make that many people happy with a song, I would sing, but no one should hear me sing ever. (laughs) You and me both. So let me ask you, um, if I were to say to you, Terry, who do you most admire? Is there a female pioneer out there? Um, Is she a journalist? Who who is it that you look up to? You know, two people that I work with quite directly, I very much look up to both Tracy Moore, who's the host of City Line, 
and Dina Pugliese, who's the host of Breakfast Television. They're two people who approach their job with a work ethic that is second to none. They're both incredibly talented, but they work hard at being talented. And they're both delightful people as well. I'm very, very lucky to be dear, dear friends with Tracy Melcher and Danielle Graham, both of whom I admire very much for their talents and also because they're just lovely human beings that make me laugh a ton. And, you know, I work with younger people, um, Renan Pispodikas, who is our production coordinator here at Entertainment City, and Marilee DeVries, who's a segment producer. And to see how you know, these young women who are in their 20s are approaching their careers and the passion that they have and the dedication that they have to a job that is, you know, kind of never ending and can have big demands. I'm really proud of them. And I learn from them every day too. And it's funny, I I know most of those names, but I I wrote them all down because I'd love to kind of see who these people are, because what a great compliment you've given them. It's funny because Growing up, you know, in my university years, I served Dina coffee and I always thought she was so lovely and so nice. And when I made the connection between back in those days to seeing her on TV, now she hasn't changed. Dina, Dina's the best. And she is absolutely what you see is what you get. She's just sweet as pie. I love it. And so, I mean, they say that whatever you see in others is characteristic of who you are also. So Terry, I mean, Kudos to you because you called them lovely and that means you're lovely. Well, that's very nice. I hope to be. The reputation you have is such a gift and it's something I think everyone should try and cultivate is just who they are known to be. Where can our audience find you now? So if we hand the baton over to the audience and we say you need to follow Terry Hart because she's always on adventures and the cool stories are on her Instagram account. Where do you want our fans to find you? They can find me at Terry Hart on Instagram, T-E-R-I-H-A-R-T, just as it sounds. And I'm also just at Terry Hart on Twitter. Love it. And Facebook as well. And then just the last question I have for you is, do you have a quote that you live by? A quote that I often remind myself of is from Maya Angelou. And it is, um, I did then what I knew how to do. Now that I know better, I do better. And I just think that it's a really wonderful way of looking at mistakes and learning from mistakes and making sure that you're not being too hard on yourself, but you are always in a position to grow and learn. Wow. I love it. It's, I think perception is powerful. Our mm-hmm. first podcast interview, Terry, was terrible. And I heard myself sound terrible. So now I'm interviewing you and I, I hope I don't sound as nervous as I did the first time. You sound great. And you're pushing yourself and that's a wonderful thing to do. Thank you, darling. I'm trying. It's me uncomfortable is interviewing people. It's really good. So thank you so much, Terry, for joining us today on Superstar PR. You're amazing and keep being amazing. Thanks so much. You too. Thanks for tuning in to Superstar PR. New episodes are available every other Friday. And you know, we would love your feedback. So please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And be sure to subscribe to Superstar PR on your favorite streaming service and visit www.nikkiinc.ca to sign up for podcast alerts and notifications. Thank you so much for listening.